0: Welcome to the Darren Sargent Show, the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. So glad you've joined us in this episode. Episode number 15, we are going to be asking the question, what is in your hand? Thank you for joining us. Let's get this show started. Early on in my podcast adventure of the Darren Sargent Show, I believe it was episode number two, I discussed the importance of influence. And if you haven't heard it, I would challenge you to go back and listen to it. I'll put the link in the show notes. Episode number two, The Importance of Influence. It's a good listen. In it, I tell the story of a fourth grade teacher I had by the name of Mr. Jenkins. Mr. Jenkins influenced me at a critical moment in my life, and in that moment, he impacted me incredibly for the rest of my life. Now, I want to say this before we get too deep into this episode today. Everyone listening to this, everyone paying attention to this podcast, I want you to know something. We all have influence. The question is, how are we using the influence? that we have been given. Life is full of so many questions, but I believe the two most important questions in life that we have to answer is number one, who is controlling my life? This is huge. Who is controlling my life? And number two, what are you doing with what you have been given? What are you going to do with what is in your hand? Now, All of us have to understand something. We are here for God to fulfill his purpose in our lives in everything that we have been given. So these two questions, who is controlling your life and what are you going to do with what you have been given, basically are the questions that I believe answer two issues. Issue number one, who's calling the shots of your life? Who's in control? For me, as an individual of faith, that person is Jesus Christ. I call him Lord. I call him Savior. He is leading my life. Secondly, how are you using the resources that have been handed to you? And this really deals with the concept of stewardship. We'll talk about it a little bit in this episode. What are you doing with what you have been entrusted with? What are you doing with what's in your hand? And when you think about that, what you have in your hand deals with this concept of stewardship. What are you going to do with the resources, the talents, the the gifts, the abilities, the influence that God has put in your hands? What are you going to do with what you have in your grasp? You see, everything that you have—I know this is going to come to a shock—to come as a shock to some of you—but everything that you have, you do not own. It's on loan. So listen to me for just a moment. People are funny to me because we actually get to thinking that we own things. You and I, we own absolutely nothing. Everything that you have is on loan. And let me prove it. Let me prove it to you. It was not yours before you were born. Somebody else had it. And the minute you die, somebody else would get it. So all it is is on loan. God says, you know what, I'll let you use it. I know you think you own it. You think that house is yours. You think that stuff is yours. You think that money is yours. You think all that influence you have is yours. I'm only letting you use it for uh, 70, 80, 90, maybe 100 years if you're lucky. And then guess what? Somebody else gets it. God comes along and says, you know what? I just want to see what you're going to do with what I place in your hand. In thinking of this concept, I go to a story in the Bible in Exodus 4 where we are introduced to a man by the name of Moses, Moses has this incredible encounter with God at a burning bush, and, and God speaks to him out of the bush. It's, it's an unbelievable story. Go read it in your Bible. If you haven't read it in a while, go refresh yourself with it. But it comes to a point where Moses is kind of wondering, now how am I going to get this done? There's a work that needs to be done. There's a generation that needs to be delivered. There are people that are waiting for someone to step up and lead them out of a land of bondage. How am I going to do this? And God says, Moses, what's in your hand? And Moses says, well, it's it's my shepherd's staff. It's just a stick. It's, it's a rod. And God said, well, why don't you take it and throw it down? And when he threw it down, if you're familiar with the story, we know that it became a snake. It became a serpent. It became a living thing. All of a sudden, it was alive. <laughs> when Moses threw it down, it turned into something alive. But as long as he had it in his hand... It was nothing but a dead stick, but the moment he put it down, it became alive, and when he picked it up, it became dead a dead stick again. He throws it down. It becomes a living thing again. He keeps doing this, picking it up. It's dead, laying it down. It's alive out of his hand. It's alive in his hand. It's dead. So this leads me to the question that I've introduced to us today in this episode. What is in your hand? What is it that you have in your grasp? With Moses... Moses is looking at this stick that has been such a major part of your of his life, and God said, What's what's that in your hand, Moses? That rod, that staff, what is that? Well, Moses, no doubt, didn't really know how to answer that question, so I believe something, three things really were was revealed to Moses that could even impact us that are listening to this today. That staff, that rod, that stick represented three things. Number one, it represented his identity. That staff told Moses and everyone around him, this is what you do. This is who you are. Now, we know that he was a shepherd, and you couldn't separate what was in his hand from who he was. He was a shepherd, and everybody who saw him with a shepherd staff knew that's who Moses was. God said, Moses, when you throw that down, I want you to give me your identity. I want you to give me what you do in your life. I want you to give me your occupation. I want you to give me your career. I want you to give me who you are. I want you to even give me who people see you as. They see you as a shepherd of sheep. Not only that, but I want to tell you that in that identity comes revelation, when Moses was able to say, this is who I am and who everybody sees me as, God was then able to take him to the next step because that staff also represented his income, his identity, and his income. It's how he made his living. Back in those days, they didn't have CDs and stocks and stock markets. They didn't have stocks. They had flocks. That was that was fire right there. And they put all their resources in their flocks. So that staff represented not only to Moses and everyone around him, but also God was looking in on this. That staff represented his income, his resources, his livelihood, his wealth. Now I want you to get the picture of this with me. There's a lesson here that I think we can all learn from. He said, What is in your hand, Moses, is not just your identity. It's not just your career. It's not just what you do in life. God's saying, I don't want you to just live it six days out of the week then come to me on the seventh day. I want your identity. I want all of you. But then he takes it to another level and says, I not only want your identity, I want your income or your resources. I want you to understand something about this because that shepherd staff represented how he made his living. And when we are able to give our income, our living, and put it down, God says, I can do something with that person, his identity, his income. But lastly, the third thing, that staff represented his influence. Because what is a staff used for? What does a shepherd do with a staff? You know what he would do. Actually, the original ones had a little hook on the end, and if the shepherd saw one of his sheep going the wrong direction, he could reach out and and, and get around their neck and pull them back. He could use it to prod them. He could use it to get the sheep from point A to point B, and so it was his influencer. It was used to influence those under him in the direction that he wanted them to go. Now, I want you to see something with this. Do you know what God says when he asks, what's in your hand? He's basically saying, what is your identity? Are you a teacher, a doctor, a carpenter? Are you an attorney? Are you a physician? Are you a musician? Are you a student? Whatever it is, I want it. Because as long as you stay holding on to it, it's going to be worthless and nothing but a dead stick. But if you'll lay it down at my feet and learn the principle of surrender, I can take that identity, and I can make it alive, and I can do something with it. And he says, not only do I want your identity, I want your income, I want your resources. Now, some of you are going to listen to this, and oh, that's it. God, all he wants is my money. No, that's not what I'm talking about. He's saying, I want you to trust me. That's what giving is all about. It's trusting that God is going to take what we give and bless what we have left. I don't want you just to bless yourself, but I want you to use your resources. And it's more than just money. It's those abilities. It's those talents. It's those giftings. Those are resources that God has placed in your hand. I want that to be a blessing, not just to you, but for kingdom purposes. I'm going to use those things to bring about change. I'm going to bring about revival. I'm going to bring about revelation. And then finally, he says, not only do I want your identity and your income, I want your influence. All of us have influence. And God says, if you will lay your influence down, I can make it increase and impact more lives. Now, if I were to go out and I were to get a basketball, if I were to get a basketball and hold it in my hand, let's say I go to Target. I go to Walmart, I go to wherever. And I buy a twenty-five dollar basketball. In my hands, it's probably in my hand, sorry, in my hand, it's probably really worth only five bucks. Okay? It's not my identity. I don't derive my income from a basketball. Although I would like to take Michael Jordan on and and dunk it on him single handedly, but that's probably not gonna happen. It's not my influence, but you put it in the hands of someone like LeBron James. That's not only their identity, it's their income, and it's their influence. Their whole income, identity, and influence is wrapped up in a leather ball full of hot air. Now, that seems kind of silly when you put it that way, but it's their influence. Some people use it for good. Some people don't. I thought about my own life, I thought about you that are listening to this. We really need to think about this question, what is in my hand? Because I believe your identity and your income should be impacting your influence. If all you are doing is just using who you are and what you got to make yourself feel good, you are missing the reason for your existence. If there's ever an hour we need people to get this, to understand God wants to take our identity, our income, and our influence to make a difference in this world, I believe it's now. If you don't get this, you're going to waste your life chasing things that don't really matter. We have to be using our influence to impact the arenas that we traffic in the most. Invest your life. You've heard me say this so often. Invest your life in the things that are going to outlive you. Invest your life in things that are eternal. Now, Who I am, my identity, what I do. Is it glorifying God, my income, my resources, my influence? What am I doing with it? Is it glorifying God? Am I using it for God purposes? Folks, this life that you and I are living in right now, it's a dress rehearsal. This is a warm-up. It's a pregame. It, it's just the, it's just the starter before the real thing. And I'm afraid so many people get sidetracked and they don't understand whatever God has put in your hand. It's not anything that they really own. It's just on loan from God. But God puts those things in you to see what you are going to do with it, to see what kind of steward you are with what he has given you. Your identity is not your own. Your income is not your own. Your influence is not your own it should be released into god's eternal purposes i believe all of us have been given influence and we've been given affluence what i am trying to get all of us to understand is that god will not only give you influence he'll also bless you and give you affluence but it's not about just what you can do to build your little kingdom. This made me think about my own life. I grew up out in the country in a small town, in, in outside of Kimberly, Idaho, in the Magic Valley of Idaho, Potato Land, folks. I thought about my own life. Just a country kid from Magic Valley. I don't have. I didn't have a whole lot to offer. I was born a little short-handed. I was raised on a farm, but God has blessed me. God doesn't do things just to make us look important to other people. He doesn't just bless you and I so we can, you know, flaunt it and let other people know how cool we are. He doesn't just bless you on your job so you can be somebody. The real issue is stewardship. What are you doing with what's in your hand? The more I thought about this for this episode, the more I thought about what am I doing with what is in my hand? And I was brought to that scripture that says, lay not up for yourself treasures here on earth. Now that doesn't mean you shouldn't take care of your family. The Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. That sounds like a prosperous guy, a blessed guy. Sounds like a guy who's got something going on. But at some point you've got to understand it's not about you. It's about what you can invest your life in. Now, the world is trying to teach us things like this when we watch people like warren buffett donate to people like bill gates that has a, a massive foundation i believe god may be trying to talk to us here's an individual that makes a foundation bill gates and and warren buffett gives 30 plus billion dollars just to try to make the world a better place he gives almost his life fortune other than a few billion, (laughs) to make the world a better place. God, I don't know many Christians that get it like that. I don't know what's going on in the business world when businessmen who have worked hard for their money are giving it away to the poor. But you and I want to hold on to what's in our hand. And it began to grip me. I'm speaking to you. I'm not... I, I am speaking to you, but I'm not just speaking to you. I'm speaking to me as well. I, I'm not trying to make us feel bad. I'm not trying to get us down. I'm trying to get us to think, what are we doing with what's in our hand? Solomon in Psalm 72 prays the most, prays the most selfish prayer that could ever be prayed. When you get a chance, read it. Look at what he says. He basically says, God, this is going to shock some of you. He says, God, I want you to make me famous. I want my name to be so famous that it's known all over the world. I want to be famous. And God, watch this, God doesn't rebuke him. God doesn't reprove him. God doesn't get angry with him. He was asking God for fame. And he goes on to tell why he wanted fame. And this is the reason that God gave it to him. He said, God, if you'll give me influence, if you'll give me resources, if you'll give me identity, income, and influence, then after you make me famous, I will use it to lift the widow and the orphan. I will use it for those who have no justice and their voices are silent. Listen to me. Anytime God gives you influence, it's for one reason. You get influence so you can help those who, who have no influence. Anytime God gives you resources, anytime God blesses your life, sure, I believe, I believe he wants you to be blessed. I I believe he wants your kids and family to be taken care of, but at some point, all of us have to say, whatever influence and identity and income that God has put in my hand, I'm going to lay it down for whatever eternal purpose that God has in mind when he exalted me and gave me fame in the area that I am in. What would happen? Oh, man. What would happen if God raised up a generation of Solomons that said, God, make me famous in my field. If I'm in medicine, make me famous. If I'm in law, make me famous. Let everybody know who I am and what I am doing, not for my glory, because I understand that if I get influence, it's so I can give influence to those who have no voice of influence. What if every person listening to this podcast said, God, make me famous in my field? That when people think of whatever it is, your business, your, your profession, when they think of that, they think of you, and it's famous for excellence and quality. When they think of what you are doing with your time, your talent, and your treasure, God, I promise you, if you'll give me identity, you'll give me income, you'll give me influence, I will not hoard it or abuse it, but I will lay it down at your feet, and I will give you glory. And the fame that you put in my life, I'll proclaim your fame through what you've done in me. If left in my hand, it remains dead, but when I lay it down, it becomes life. So I want to say to this generation that's coming up, There's nothing wrong with dreaming a big, audacious dream. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be the best, top of your class, nothing wrong with wanting to be a professional. Dream big because God says, I need some people that I can give fame to, and they won't let it go to their head, and they won't turn around and say, look at me, but they will say, let me tell you the secret of my success. I laid my identity, my income, and my influence at the feet of Jesus, and look what the Lord has done for me and what he has done for me he can do for you. It's so interesting when you look at the life of Abraham. God tells Abraham, Abraham, I'm going to bless you so you'll be a blessing. One of the byproducts of blessing is to be a blessing. Could it be that God is trying to talk to us in the hour that we are living in with all the mess that is going on in this world? Could it be that God is saying, you know what? I want to do something through my people But they've got to lay down their identity, their income, and their influence. Put it at my feet. we got a messed up world that needs Jesus. What could we do if we realized we have something in our hand that belongs to God? I'm not just talking to you to be talking to you. I really felt this. the beginning of this week God says you know what I didn't give you what I've given you that success that influence that job so you can just be a big shot somebody God says I want you to impact my world and the reason I placed you on this planet is for you to answer the question what is in my hand and use it use it use it for the glory of God here's my identity I was born with just one hand and I pray it often and I hope that I continue to make a difference in the lives of others. This is who I am. God made me this way to influence other people. Well, you're just making money off of that. You better believe I do. And I want to do that so I can bless other people what would happen if we could raise up a generation in this generation that didn't think small, that didn't dream small, that didn't have some little pygmy dream, but they had some big audacious huge dream like a Bill Gates dream, like a Warren Buffett dream, but they have the motive behind it that says, God, if you make me famous, I promise you my influence will be given to you to do what you will with it. What if every business person listening to this podcast says, God, if you make my business famous, I will honor you with my resources, my time, my tithe, my offering, my talent, God, so I can make a difference in the lives of others. I hope that you've enjoyed this. All success is, is to make you a vessel in the hand of God. I want my kids to be successful, but I want them to understand why. Talk to God about your dreams. Talk to God about being famous. And when you pray that, I believe he'll take you through a process. It may not be exactly what you think, but I believe that God is leading us to new places so we can make a difference in the lives of others. Thank you for joining the Darren Sargent Show. Have an awesome day.